Welcome to another episode of Delusional Bitch Juice. I am here with a friend of mine and future cousin-in-law. Her job is actually super top secret. So we're going to call her Natalie. <laughs> Woohoo! Hi, Natalie. Hey, <laughs> you were telling me before that you have, that you've had a podcast before, right? Yeah, we did have a podcast. My friends and I had a podcast during COVID. And there were two friends overseas and three that just around the country in different states and stuff. And we had a little podcast and it was a great, it was a good way to Zoom and talk to everybody yeah. that I didn't get to talk to. And especially COVID, it gave us something to do, but it was fun. It was just a little COVID project. A little COVID project. It was a good time. It was fun. All the different topics that yeah. people will like suggest. Bring to the table. Yeah. yeah it really is wild. And it, it's fun to talk about stuff because. Like we, we talked about finances at one point. I was like, oh my God. But this is not a finance podcast. But it was, it was like, good to learn. I don't know. We were almost like a close yeah, yeah. adulthood life. And it's just, it's hard to be, it's just hard to be an adult. So that's basically what we talked about. <laughs> yeah. that's, that's awesome. How many people were on it? It was five total. Holy cow. I know it was a lot. But yeah, it, so it would like record separate audio, which was nice. So then laying it all in there, we could just, if someone was too loud, we could always bring them down, just depending on their. Um, Mike's situation. Who knows? Yeah. So who did the editing? Me and my <laughs> friend. It was like the two of us. It was like our thing that we wanted to do because we would just talk during right. FaceTime. Mm -hmm. We could just easily have a podcast right now and it would probably be a hey. But we did. And it was really fun. And it was our, it was our, it was like our brainchild. So we right. did it. And it became like a lot of work. And we were like, podcasting is no joke. It is no joke. That's what I'm finding. I am yeah. like, this is like. How do I'm like I have a full time job. I'm like this. I need to hire somebody to do for real. Editing is a whole thing. The editing takes so freaking long, and especially when you have crappy audio, especially through the computers. Last week's episode, it we did it through Zoom because it was zero degrees outside, and I was like, this editing is taking forever. It's so hard. It's so hard. And then sometimes it was like our inner somebody's internet would cut, and then it would be like, yeah, we had to cut that whole part out. It would just be a whole thing. So. It's tough, but you're doing a good job. <laughs> Thank you. For it to last more than two months, I was like, "Woo!" Like it's that's good stuff. Yeah, how I really enjoy it. I really do like it. How long did you guys have yours? I think six months. I feel like it was the summer. Actually, maybe it was closer to a year. I don't yeah. know, but it was because I think we started in the summer and then we stopped March ish. Like, how did it die? Were people just I don't want to do this anymore? Or? <laughs> My friend and I who were editing were like, too much work for the little reward. Yeah, for a little, yeah. It was like, yeah, it was my, my boyfriend's mom was listening. Yeah. He was our listener and we were like, we would always look and be like, oh, one listener from St. Louis, Missouri. And it wasn't me. I didn't edit it. I didn't even listen to it. I'll I don't like yeah. The numbers are dwindling. Let's, let's let it go. Man, yeah. We have, we have 17 loyal listeners. Hey, that's, that's a big follow. I know. I'm like, oh my God, 17. And I look at like these other influencers like podcasts and they're like, I'm, I'm like I, I can't compare. I can't compare. I can't compare because everyone has, there's so many podcasts mm -hmm. on there. So if you have 17 loyal followers who right. listen to you regularly, I'll like, you'll take it. And, but awesome. to be completely honest, half of those are like family members. Hey, but it doesn't matter on your life and what you're, what you're doing. And thank God that, yeah, thank God our fiance's families are huge. I know, right? That's a good following. And they're so supportive, too. Families now. But, yeah, yeah their family is supportive. Yeah. Right. Speaking of fiancés, you just recently got engaged abroad as well. Yeah. <laughs> abroad, yeah, abroad proposals. Yeah. It was it was funny because all of 
my fiance's friends have gotten engaged and mm-hmm. I've been always like pretty just like I don't want to be married I don't really yeah I just my parents have a not amazing marriage so okay wow like when I started dating I was like no marriage is not in my future plans and my fiance was ready to get married like when we started dating oh yeah three months in I'd marry you I'm like what that seems to run in the family yeah they, I know. <laughs> they're just, and they're Listen, I love how much they all, they love so hard. And I just, they love. Yeah, they literally love. And his whole family, what a beautiful marriage his parents have. Yeah. It's just everything is, so all the siblings are just so excited to get married. And I love that for them. But me, I was like, I'm stressed. I need more time. I just, yeah. Because in my opinion, marriage is like, married people are not happy. Like I grew up and I was like, they're not looking like they're perspective. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Not what I need. And. My fiance was like, listen, we can take it day by day. We can take yeah. it little by little. And that's how we moved in together, basically, mm-hmm. month five. He's like, I'm ready to move in. I was like, no way. Check in with me in a couple months and we'll talk about it. So it's always been like a process. So one of his friends got engaged like six, maybe, I can't even think about months. I don't even know how long it's been, but it was a, a bit ago. It was maybe like in the spring. Mm-hmm. And we were talking about it. And he was like, I think we might be ready. And I was like, actually, we might. Let's like around and planning it. Oh, and we looked at rings and we, we knew that we were taking this trip because one of my friends, actually my friend who we did the podcast together. Yeah. She's from the Netherlands. We went to school together and she randomly came to Sherman State of all school <laughs> from abroad. I was like, it's, it's my that's so weird. I My sister went to Sherman mm-hmm. too. And it's in the middle of freaking nowhere. And I'm like, where, why, how do people find this? It's, it's so funny because it really is just such a small group of people and we're all we're all very unique and Sherwin has been interesting in the wild we've got some wild characters and I feel like Mizzou for instance just has mm-hmm. so many I don't know I feel like they have so many people and so there's so many people who are very similar and Sherwin I'm like we're all so weird we're all so different and so yeah it's a fun place to be but it's just hilarious when I think about it. I'm like how did you find this school you wild girl like when you're in the Netherlands looking at schools you randomly come to like oh don't Missouri but it was she had a great time. Yeah. It was not like when people abroad think of the United States, they always think of New York. And just when like, I think of the United States, I think of New York. <laughs> and it's funny because when you're abroad, people are like, oh, are you from, are you from the United States? Like, they were like, no, that's not no, where we're from. No. So we had a, we, whatever. She had a yeah. great time in Truman. And so now she's back in the Netherlands. And we knew, my fiance and I knew where we were taking this trip. And I was like, oh, it could be, it could be a good place to get do to that. Vacation. You literally planned your engagement. Yeah. And we, and it's funny because a lot of people had honestly shit to say. They were like, oh, you're not surprised. Like, where's the fun in that? And I was like, here's the deal. I don't know when it's happening. Right. I don't know where and where it's happening on the trip. He's planning that. And also, like, I was a person who wanted to be involved in that step because I wanted to feel safe in that step because I wasn't because it, was, right. it was a huge it was a huge commitment thing for me and it was right. big. So I was like, I needed to be involved and it's okay if I knew that it was going to happen. Beautiful and emotional and everyone has their own thing. But mm-hmm. people did have shit to say. I was like, everything's okay. We can all do things on our own. Yeah. And it was funny because I was talking to somebody about it and they were like, listen, people are going to just have opinions for the rest of your life. They were like, if you ever choose to have kids and right. every step mm-hmm. of the wedding process people are going to have things to like, grow your dress about the people you invite about the venue about if you get married in a church and i'm like you're right and how you raise kids period i am like i'm already dealing with that it's getting real we it's too much <laughs> i can't people just leave well enough alone and my fiance and i think i mean your fiance might do this too but and their cousins but 
he's just like he's so about like catering to everybody else and i'm like it's hard not to because they're involved it's because you do want to be there for your family and stuff and make sure everybody has a good time but at the same time i'm like this is about us like let's do what we want and everybody else can fuck off no and it's it's hard (laughs) because i'm that way too i'm I'm a big people pleaser and my family is they're one with the guilt they love to make me feel guilty when they they know it's and they know it has such a deep like i just can't like when there's guilt involved i'm like i have to fold so it's just hard because i don't even want to put myself in that position where they could be mad at me especially on a day that i want to be so happy and if they're mad at me it'll like I'll spiral. Yeah. I'm like, oh my God. Like, it's, I don't know. It's just, it's a tough balance. For sure. So have you, wait, so let's back up. So how, so you knew, yeah. So you knew a lot. I remember at my engagement party, you're like, look what we picked out today. And I was like, yes, big ring energy. But then I was like, wait, so did he, I was so confused because wait, did he propose today? And you were like, no, you're like, it's coming. I was like, okay, okay. I was like, so confused. And then, yeah. And then Jack or yeah, your fiance was like, I know I have it. She knows what it looks like, but she doesn't know what's going to happen. So how did it go down? Jack and I were basically like, we're ready to do it. Mm -hmm. And let's pick out the ring. Mm -hmm. Let's do this. And I didn't even know what I wanted. I was just like, I just know the shape. I want Mm -hmm. an emerald shape. And I knew that I wanted simple because I'm not one for jewelry. And also, I really... I have, I'm not, I have not been the girl that's, like, I have a Pinterest board about like my wedding stuff, but of course, it's been, like, <laughs> since I was like 18 and everything is <laughs> right. It's uh, like country core wedding. Absolutely not. <laughs> yeah, duct tape wedding dress. Like, you know, <laughs> cool. But it's, it's just evolved over time. So like, mm-hmm. I'm one that has like huge plans. Right. I have like big book. I don't have all, right. you know, all the, I don't have crazy things going on that I'm like, I need to have these. So when we were planning, when we were getting the ring, he was like, if I'm going to spend this much money on it, I do want you involved. And I was like, good, because I want to be involved because I'm pretty picky because I don't wear a lot of stuff. I am picky. I want to mm-hmm. be there. And I really didn't know what I wanted. So I couldn't even do the thing where I'm like, I'm going to tell my sister what I want and then she can tell you. I can't even, I w- couldn't even do that because I was like, I really don't know. So we went together and one of Jack's friends from high school worked at Shane Co. Mm-hmm. Great, because he was like, okay, let's look at this Emerald cut. And I was like, okay. And he, and he was like, how do you feel about that? I was like, I like it. He was like, oh, okay. <laughs> That's not like, you're supposed to be like, oh my God. Yeah. And he was like, let's try. He was like, if you don't really care about the diamond clarity. I was like, I sh- truly don't. Even- oh, see, I'm the opposite. Really? <laughs> I was like, I mean, so he was like, great, let's try a sparklier cut. I was like, mm-hmm. amazing. So it's still that emerald shape, but it's a radiant cut. And I was like, oh, yeah, it's like- so gorgeous. But yeah. And we went, he was like, do you want whatever? There were just so many questions. So I'm glad I was there because I was like, I need to see it. He's like, do you want it high setting or low setting? I was like, make it as low. <laughs> oh, see, I was, I was yeah. like, I want people to see it from across the room. I was like, I need to be low because I'm going to knock it on so much. I just, I'm just a clumsy little bitch. So I was like, I need it to be low. And then they were like, do you want any like diamonds around the band? I was like, I no, I need a simple. Yeah. I'm simple. No, mm-hmm. I'm glad that I was there. And then he was like, do you want anything engraved on it? And I was like, I don't know. And then Jack was like, walk away. I'm going to get something secret i was like oh yeah something secret so you, like, you get the like the band engraved right that's what yeah. it was it was the band engraved so anyway he did he did that but so we made that decision like a while ago and then you had the amsterdam trip coming up right so we went to the so we went to the netherlands and it was money because as the days were dwindling i was like oh could be a good day could be a good day could be yeah. a good day but the first day we were there we went to so we were staying in the hague mm-hmm. um with my friend that's where she lives with her girlfriend and we Jack was like we really want to go to Amsterdam, and my friend Hester was like, "Girl, I I hate Amsterdam. It's the worst. <laughs> Why do all Americans want to go to Amsterdam? It's so funny. It's it's like New York City. You know what I'm saying? The Arch. If people come to St. Louis, they're like, "Look in the Arch," and all of us are like, 
No, don't like, go there. Go to <laughs> so we went. So it was funny. They were like, we're not going to Amsterdam with you. You can go by yourself because it's just not a place we want to be. And I was like, that's so weird. But then when we got there, like it was Jack was very proud of himself because he like navigated the train all the way there. Oh, my God. Good for you, buddy. It was not that hard. But he was <laughs> like, I'm in a different. I was like, whatever. I'll let you do it. Was this the first time that it wasn't the first time you've been abroad? No, I was is that the first time for Jack. Yeah. yeah. I went to Ireland <laughs> twice with some friends. You're like, I'm an expert. And the guy's like, oh, I know what to do. But he was, it was just, traveling is so stressful for him. And it's just so funny because like in chaotic situations, mm-hmm. I like couldn't be more calm. Like it'll figure itself out. I really am. I were very opposite in like stressful situations. <laughs> I can feel that. I feel that. You do what you need to do to get over this because I'm just sitting here. But he navigated and it was just fine. And Amsterdam was really fun, but it was, it was just really, there was just, it was very crowded and Hester was saying there's just trash everywhere, and there really was like really just dirt. Look, was it? And then I went. So Amsterdam has like no rules, right? That's why people right. like to go there. It's like the red light district. Yeah, like strippers, drugs. Right. Okay, it's all there. What's the wait? Why did Jack want to go there? He just wanted to go because that's the story. He just wanted to say. He just wanted to say he went to. And that's really like, because like, you say the Netherlands. It's like the end. You want to go. So we just walked around. We went to this place. <sighs> Fucking, we went to this place called Vegan Junk Food. <laughs> was it a vegan junk food bar? I don't know, but it was so good they had like basically jack ordered the sandwich that they dyed the bun pink and oh. the mayo on it was like bright blue i was like it was like a crabby patty i was like i'm in you're like i need five of these i was like i love it so anyway we love we, it we just we were bopping around amsterdam and the next day we went to a place called efteling which is basically like a dutch version of disney world it was very really yeah. okay because from the pictures it looked like you were like in a Disney movie. No, it was very, it was fun. It was a lot of kids were there and I was into it. It was so funny because all these Dutch kids were trying to talk to me because we were in the same <laughs> line. It was like, a, there were a bunch of roller coasters too. And there were, it was like nursery rhyme, like fairy tale characters. So yeah, Dill Skin was there and all these. Rumpelstiltskin. Yeah. All these little like fucking Rumpelstiltskin. I know, like the real throwback to Rumpelstiltskin. But we were vibing. It was a good time. And I was like, Jack, I hope this doesn't happen today because no offense to the Disney adults. I was like, I just don't want you to propose it. <laughs> just at fucking F like F- with a Dutch awesome. version of Disney room. I love, like, I loved. It was so so fun, but I was like, I just can't. I don't know how it would look if we like were if you were down on one knee, right? Of like what looks like the Disney castle. Which listen, for some people, go on. That's their that's their vibe. To be yeah, fun. but for me, I was like, please don't. So anyway, I would I would have been the same way. I'm like, don't just like the yeah. flag. And I'm not doing here. The whole trip, I was like, it can happen anywhere. And in Amsterdam, we were by ourselves. And then mm-hmm. a couple times where he was like, oh my gosh, go pose by this, and I was like. It's happening. It happened here because who's going to take the back? No one's with us. Well, was like, <laughs> right, I'm sorry. I can't believe that. <laughs> you're literally like, you're like, I want it to happen, but not here. Yes. No, I was like, please don't. You should have just been like, okay, if you're going to do it in a spot where you were comfortable, you should have been like, do it now. Yeah. Because I'm ready right out. So much control. <laughs> I know. I'm a control girly. But then the next day we went to this place called Leiden, which was basically like, when you think of the Netherlands, that's what you think of. Very mm-hmm. small, quaint, beautiful town. They had a little windmill. First thing we so I a windmill. I had a feeling it was gonna happen on that day because yeah, and it's the most beautiful place to be. Okay, we'll make it. We'll go off. Make it happen right now. Yeah. So anyway, we were there and we went to the a windmill the first thing yeah. that day. And I was like, if it happens here, what if he drops the ring? <laughs> also, it was so cold up and up higher. I was like, oh my god, we're gonna die up here. It's too cold. So anyway, it didn't happen on the windmill, but I was like shaky and ready for it. Yeah, and I was like, oh, but. We went and ate lunch and then we were walking out <laughs> to this place. And it was so funny because I could tell Jack was like nervous in his pockets that day. Like he was checking for the ring. I was, oh, what are you I was like, I know what's happening today, but you're going to be just fine. You've got it under control. Right. Everything's fine. Anyway, 
when we went, when we got to the place, I saw Hester and her girlfriend saying she they were telling people in Dutch to stay back and I was like oh sure it's happening right I couldn't tell stay back literally your friend's security it's happening both sides of the thing but Jack best place I loved the little archway and it was so cute it was you guys really great and even though I had a I knew that I was like ooh, it's it's happening right now I can feel it even though I knew it was coming it was still very emotional very beautiful and he was did you cry yeah he was he started that he cried oh yeah and he was like okay I know this next scary but it's just gonna be oh yeah he got down and he opened the ring upside down he was so shaky i was like we're fine buddy just wait i think he opened it upside down oh my god i was like everything's okay it was just it was a stressful moment it's so funny because i forget that it's like even though it was so stressful for me i always think that everything more stressful for me right for everybody else but he was like stressed out of mine and it was a it was really great and it was so fun and I was still like that's so funny. It was funny and that he uh, I still can't get over that he opened it upside down. Yeah. That would be such like just that's that tracks like that's a thing for Jack to do. Okay, yeah. <laughs> he's such a doofus. I know it was really great and it was a great picture. We took a little. I'm glad there was a video taken from like the side that you could see Jack because I'm right because my mm-hmm. like the picture of me crying. I was like no, I was like not good. Okay. That's why I really need to practice yeah. crying for me because it's just not cute. Yeah, we do need to practice. I that's something I was like I'm glad ours was from far away because I am not a cute crier. <laughs> yeah, I'm glad it was from one side of like only right. one side of me mm-hmm. the picture because I was like uh, the whole face pictures. I'm like not cute. No, and that's why like the day of I'm glad they were like. Because ours were like on that. You talk about being afraid he was going to drop it. Like we were on like a little ledge yeah. by the lake. And I was like, oh my God. And I was like three Proseccos in. And I was like, okay. And then, but yeah, I'm like, I didn't take any face pictures that day. And if I did, I probably only sent them to my mom because I was drunk and then also had been crying. So my face was very puffy. So I'm like, I'm good with those pictures. <laughs> yeah. That we you know, it, was, it was cracking. It was, it, the pictures were cracking me up i was like oh my god and i had just gotten i got eyelash extensions which was good because i didn't worry about any they're all falling off now so i look like a little like bald but whatever it's fine i just didn't want them to get i didn't want to get them filled because i was like it's too much oh too much cash money is up in here but i got it done once and it's hilarious because i keep looking at like the pictures of me from that crying time and i'm like oh my god like my eyelashes were like clumpy i was like it looks like i have five huge eyelashes <laughs> i have like cartoons like a cartoon <laughs> but anyway it was <laughs> overall pictures were really good my face is all so cute clumpy, and my eyes are all squinty but i am very i was really into the abroad proposal i'm glad yeah like it was a day that wasn't overwhelming and right my jack's family is huge and they're all lovely but right. my my family is small but they're very overwhelming as humans i'm glad <laughs> that we were like it was able to be like a calm day like us being chill and us doing what we wanted and right stuff. instead of the like and- everybody being there because i always imagine like when i was like thinking about getting mm-hmm. like proposed to and everything i always imagine i want my family there and i want my friends there and i want it to be this big huge thing but then as i got older and i'm like i'm glad it happened the way it did because it's like all i'm like my one stipulation was like someone needs to be there to take pictures that's it that's all you need yeah and it was yeah and i know one of my other friends got her fiance like or now or her husband but they got engaged in ireland it was like at a random bar and oh they were like it was just so funny because it was just like in the moment it happened he didn't even he i think he had a plan but he was like i just have to do it right now some guys are like that just so cute and i'm like yeah that's just and it's okay if there's no family around like people are just gonna do what they want and Mm -hmm. i'm glad that it happened that way i'm glad that 
outside influences didn't make me change it. Right. Like everyone else did it a different way. And check. Oh, yeah. Well, that's good that you're very happy with your proposal. That's (laughs) That's a good time. That's probably because you're a Sagittarius. Yeah. There's so many Sag things that you said in that whole entire story. Really? (laughs) I know. I know. So let's get into that. Let's go. You are probably one of my, your sun sign is probably one of my favorites. Mm -hmm. And if I wasn't a Scorpio, I would choose to be this. I would be a Sagittarius. Love. (laughs) I thought I had a Sagittarius rising for the longest time, but that was a lie. Really? Yeah. I was like, okay, great. I I only thought I was being, had a Sagittarius rising for like the past 10 years of my life. It's fine. (laughs) So you relate with being a Sagittarius. Yeah, big time. Yeah. Yeah. Just wild and free, man. You're 100%. So... I found 15 things that Sagittarius can relate to, and I was saying if you agree or disagree. Bless. So positive mindsets. Sagittarius's are good vibes only and always looking on the brighter side of situations. <laughs> I, I, I think I do, like, it really depends on the day for me, but I think I try to be more positive. I'd say I'm more positive than most, most people, people. Most people I work with. <laughs> I'd say that, but... Yeah, I'd say ish. Right. Positive ish. I can be, I'm either like zero or a hundred. So, right. Mm -hmm. So, the days that I am positive, I'm like very positive, like overwhelmingly positive. But if it is not a good day, (laughs) it uh, won't be a good day for the rest of the day. Yeah. And I was asking you before this if you knew your moon and rising because that might affect it too. Yeah. I should. But we'll we'll look it up later. We'll look it up later. You're super into pinky promises. You love making promises, especially pinky promises, though keeping them can be a challenge due to your spontaneous nature. Yeah, I kind of spontaneous. <laughs> I love that is true. I I think I do like making promises because I love those like one on one conversations. And I want people right. to feel like they've really connected with me. And I'm like, I freaking promise you, dude. But and then you're then like, I am, like very spontaneous. <laughs> yeah, one of the things that I just like can't get a handle on is. Every year, Christmas, I, like, can't keep secrets from anybody about their presents. Like, Jack, I swear to God, Jack opened all of his gifts before Christmas. Because I was like, it's been open again. He's like, oh, my goodness. <laughs> like, I can't conceive myself. Literally, I just can't. So, yeah, I'm, I'm very spontaneous. But also, like, I do want to have that deep connection with people. So I am one for promises. I can take that. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Adventurous and spontaneous. We all know that. Yeah. I love the spontaneity. It's my vibe. What's the most, like, spontaneous thing you've ever done? Like, if you could think of one thing, like, what like what sticks out? And you were like, I was wild. <laughs> Jesus. Well, you know what? I'll say this. I, during COVID? No. <laughs> my first year of, my first year of teaching, oh my, I was just, I was, it was just not a great year. First yeah. year of teaching, really first year in any job is not amazing, but especially in teaching, you like know absolutely nothing. Right. There's only so much they can teach you uh-huh. in college and you just have no idea right. what's going on. Right. So my first year was not amazing. But I was like, you know what can make it best? If people are buying me food. So I went on a lot, a lot of dates and just like, like teacher page dates. No, oh, like, okay. No, like actual dates with boys. But I went on a actual, on dates. actual dates with boys. But it was so funny because I just like, I really wasn't even looking to like make any of them my boyfriend. I was like, I'm just trying to have a good time Shut here. The fuck up. And I'm, it was, that's it was, how I met Steven. I'm not even I mean, kidding. Just, you were on like a date. I a was date on, guy. no, yeah. I, he was the it's last nice. date of the week. My assistant manager at the time, because I was the store manager, Aldo, and my assistant manager, I, gone through a bad breakup sorry not to make it about me but you know she was like i bet you can't get a free dinner from a guy every night this week and steven was the last one and this motherfucker played the i lost my debit card trick on me so i not only did i lose the bet but then i'm stuck with him 
that's pretty good but i feel i feel i know i was totally in like i just went on dates for the food it was a hundred percent it was for the fun like it was it right was so funny because once you're like i don't know it was like my first year out of college so like when you're in college there's just also truman itself like there's nothing right you can freaking do in kirksville so right. you would be there and you'd be like well i just i'm glad my friends are all like i can just walk house by house mm-hmm, just walk mm-hmm. into each house and all my friends are there and so you're at such like a social high and then your first year like I was living with my mom, which was fun, but I was like, where are all my friends at? <laughs> so I needed like a social high. And that's basically right. what it was. Even if these men were like straight up duds, I was like, I don't care. I mean, I, right. I can listen to myself talk for three hours. I'll say the same story about myself four times this week, <laughs> as long as someone's listening right. or even barely same. listening. I mean, screw it. I'll get free. Can we normalize stuff. dating just to have someone to hang out with? It was like a good time. Also, like dinner drink culture. I like, can we? It's so nice. Yeah. It is really nice. I, I liked having something to do. And also, right. like, I just, I love sharing. I love sharing food with people. I just love sitting and talking about food. And also, I'm vegan, so I would make all these, like, random men go to these crazy vegan places. They were like, what the hell is this? And I was like, sorry, you didn't want a kale salad tonight? Too bad. What, that kale salad? Too freaking bad. Tricks on you, there's no meat in the steak. But that was, that was probably, like, the... I mean, it was funny because it's really not that crazy, but it was just so funny because in, I mean, I didn't date a lot. Like right. Jack is like my, like he was like my second serious boyfriend. Shut the fuck I up. didn't date in college. I was just having just too good of time to hang out with it. Like I was just not, I was into boys. I was like, right. thank you. But I was like, no, I no, like nothing serious. I just don't feel like it. I was really. And I think that's like funny because I was I think that was like a coping thing that I did where I was right. Like, you weren't like a relationship girl. Right. And now right. it's like because being in a relationship when I like started, I was like, right, oh, this is hard. Like, it's hard to right. be like, I don't know, just that there's a future. I don't know, because I feel like for so long I was like, I, it's it's unplanned. I like I like the uncertainty of it. Right, and then right. when you're dating someone and you like have like a long term plan with them. It can be comforting, but also like that comfort when you're used to chaos is like, right. It, it has right. like a weird effect so See, it, i had a, i had a two-year curse oh really so i had multiple serious boyfriends but if they didn't make it past two years it's like no like yeah. two years was really like okay let's like relationships only in two ways you break mm-hmm. up or you get married right and so but i was still such a relationship person i was in th- mm, like four two-year relationships four <laughs> my god i got a new boyfriend every two years I mean, shoot, you were you were doing that. And, and it was just like, and yeah, it was like a two-year curse. It's like I either, and most of the time it was because I got bored. And I was like, I can't see myself. Like, it's been fun, but I can't see myself with you for the rest of my life. So, and it's like, but I do believe like people are put, like you, like who you date at that time is like good for you at that time. Right. It helps you grow mm-hmm. in a certain way. Yeah. Right. That's how I was talking to Jack the other day. I was like, if I hadn't dated, I literally only had like one boyfriend previous to him, like actual boyfriend. Mm-hmm. And he was not amazing. So I'm just like, <laughs> it's really funny that I'm like, I'm so glad that you came in my life when you did because we started dating like during COVID and yeah. I, hadn't, I wouldn't have been like as open to dating right. if I hadn't had that like first relationship, even though it wasn't amazing. Right. It was still like good. It was funny because when I, in 2018, I wasn't one to like text people. I'm the worst texter on the face. Yeah. So I just, I know. I cannot. <laughs> I'm so bad at, like, I don't know when people are texting people back, but I can't. I, I'm going to use Jack. I'm like, oh my God, it's mad at me. And then I'm like, oh no, she just like takes four hours. So I take takes four hours and it's not cute. I just can't do it. I'm like, oh God. And I'm like I a just, super planner. I'm like, I know you What are. is happening? 
I know you are. I just, it's so hard for me. It's just so, so funny. So it is funny. I have, I use Jack as like secretary sometimes. I'm like, can you put us in that group chat and text some math? Because like, I just, I won't be held accountable. So anyway, I'm the worst text in the world. So when these people would start talking to me on Hinge, I was like, let's go on a date immediately so I can like figure out, like, figure out <laughs> so all your Otherwise, I'm going to ghost you and it's not even it's, intentional. Right. I was like, I just need to do it immediately and figure out if you're worth it or not. Because like you can really suss out people just oh, based yeah. on like literally 15 minutes of conversation. Oh, 100%. And so that was, it was really, that's what I would do, you know, when we could go on dates. But then right. in 2020, when we couldn't go on any dates, it would be, I, w- I went on so many FaceTime dates or like phone oh. call. And I mean, listen, most people are like, ew, gross. But I'm like, I'm I'm vibing. Like, I love, I just love to, because I was such a bad texter. So I'm so, I just want to talk to people. I like, I have to be in the right mindset to talk on the phone. It has uh, to be a good I mental day for me to talk on the phone. Yeah, also, yeah. But no, Steven wanted to Snapchat me like right away. <laughs> he's like, I have to make sure you're real. But that's a whole trauma thing for yeah, him. He, yeah. right. He's like, I'm just, I need to see your face because I've met multiple girls on Hinge. And our, it was Tinder at the time. I oh. never used Hinge. We were serious by the time Hinge came around. Right. But he was like, I've seen multiple girls on Tinder. And then I show up and it's like, catch it. I'm like, well, and I'm like, you are a douchebag. Yeah. Why are you like, like, why are you like immediately not liking them because they're pregnant? And he's like, no, like I have been on some like catfish yeah. dates. He's like, I, catfish, yeah. it's not he's like, I need to see your face. And I was like, oh, I don't know. I was like, I don't want to add you on Snapchat. I'm not trying to get dick pics. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that is what, that's literally what Snapchat is for. But it is kind of a, <laughs> quite literally, that's what. Snapchat is for dick pics. It has to be. But I just, actually, one of my friends is on Hinge right now. And she was cracking up because she was like, these men are putting like their height. Because you can put height on Hinge. <laughs> why? And they're, why? And they're putting their height. They're lying about it. They're oh, 100%. Like three, they're putting like three foot something because mm-hmm. it gets so funny. But she's like. But now no one knows what's real because they're like being funny on purpose. And I'm like, because some girls have really care. Are they like, putting, wait, are they putting the height of their... No, they're, they're, they're literally... I need that. I that, need that. that I need a nice. section. I need inches. I need an so inch So funny. <laughs> and like, yeah, that would be a, crypt, a cryptic thing. That would be a lie. Everybody would lie. Oh my God. But that's exactly like the same thing with height. They're Three all foot. lying. And I'm like, oh my God. And for some girlies, it does matter. Like, if you're six foot, like, oh, yeah, you can't. I mean, it's, you know, well, like Michaela, she's like freaking like five, nine. Yeah. I mean, she it, can't date. And it she's the same size. She's like literally the same height as Steven. Yeah, like, it matters to a lot of girls and some girls it doesn't like to me. It really doesn't. Moving on. Number four was dislike waiting. But you seem like you like waiting for different things. Like, I don't like waiting for Christmas. What? So what are you like impatient about? Uh, like, OK, mine's like getting my nails done. I'm like, can you just already be done with it? Patient. I don't think this one is really you. Yeah, I guess I, well, here's the thing. I think I am, okay, I'm impatient, like, because I know that I need to listen more. (laughs) I've been working on that in a conversation where, like, it's not about me, so I am impatient when I'm, what, because I want to interject. I'm, like, literally practicing that right now. It's hard. I want to interject, (laughs) and I can't. Right. So that's, I'm not patient about that. I'm working on it, but it's really hard. Because, like, Jack's a big talker, and I'm a big talker, and so... Girl. I'm like, shut up, shut up. Me, my turn, my turn. So that's, I'm impatient about that. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe we should all go, maybe we should all go to like quadruple couple therapy to learn yeah. how to talk to each other. Because that's literally the same know. problem between me and Steven. It's just like, he's always like, can you fucking let me finish my story? Because I'm always like, he'll be telling me, especially when we're driving, he'll like be telling me a story. I'll be like, oh my God, did you see that car? Or, oh, we should go eat there. And he's like, are you even fucking listening? I'm like, yes, I am. But like, I just see something. I have to tell you about it. Yeah. No, it's, 
it can't wait. It really cannot wait half the time. And it's funny because like while he's having a full conversation, I feel like I need to like take notes so I can tell him. Nobody got this when I'm like, oh, did you read this and this and this? So I feel like I have to like keep a running list in my head. And then when he's done, be like, okay, so here are all the things you missed. Right. Okay. Number five is value independence. I could totally see that with you. Like you need your- I'm a big independence girl. You need like your alone time. Yes. I need my alone time. I love like, I just, I love feeling very like I did this for myself. Mm -hmm. So that was a big thing. Like when we, when we like move in together and it was like a lot of like financial things together, that was really hard for me to get over. (laughs) Just because we come from two different families too. Like, you know, his parents always provided, they had no problem. Right. But my parents like have- just no dollar bills so it's like it's just so different so I was like I can't rely on you for this and this and this financially and he was like you can because I'm relying on you like it's it's a it's that's a, a hard one but it's a tough one so yeah I really do and that's especially when you're like so successful in your job too like yeah when you're just like really motivated and making your own money and stuff yeah. it's like really hard too yeah it's hard. I feel that it's hard to depend on someone but like at a certain point it's not it's not even about like it's who's over even, who yeah it's not it's just like it's a partnership yeah Number six, you love to travel, obviously. Yeah, I do love to travel. Does I guess, it stress you out? No, I like to travel. I do, but I'm just such a homebody girl. And I also have just like... I'm you do a, like to stay I'm home. Such a to- <laughs> I'm such a to-do list girly. Then I like, I just want to be productive at home. Like having a right. day where I check so many things off my to-do list, I'm like, this is the best day of my life. I guess. <laughs> so it's funny because I used to be like, I love to travel. And now I'm like, Maybe I, I like it. I enjoy it. But I am. I get a lot of fulfillment from just staying, staying home. Chilling in my slipping. Maybe that's an age thing, too, because I'm with Could you. Be. I'm with you on that. Yeah. But, and when you're like in an environment that you've made your own, too, it's True. better to stay home. Like when I was in my like shitty apartment in the city, I was like, I want to leave because right. one, it's not big enough to like, it's just like, get me out of here. But now that like we live in a house, mm-hmm. it's, it's a lot better. True. Struggle of a winter birthday. Having a winter birthday can be a struggle, but Sagittarius is find creative ways to celebrate and embrace the, the uniqueness of being born in the winter. Yeah, I love it. It's it's funny because people do ask, like my birthday's on the 19th. And so like, oh, being so close to Christmas, doesn't that stink? I'm like, not really. It's It really is nice because it's like, it heightens the season. Wait, close like, to Christmas? Yeah. Oh, I am like forgetting when December. I was like, yeah, am I? Am I? December is Sagittarius and Capricorn. Okay, right. It's like the twenty first is the cutoff. Mm -hmm. Yes, yeah. It goes Scorpio. It goes Libra, Scorpio. Like starting with winter, Mm -hmm. it's Libra, Scorpio, Sagittarius, Capricorn, Capricorn. Yeah, and then Aquarius. Kind of like some people are like, oh, that's a spring. I think it rounds off the winter. I see. Mm -hmm. But yeah, having it close to December, a lot of or close to Christmas, a lot of people like, oh, isn't a bummer because you have to like combine gifts. I'm like, here's the deal. Even though they are combined, like Mm -hmm. it just heightens the season. Like Christmas is already a lot of people's like favorite time of year. Right. For me, I'm like, no, no, no. It's like the absolute best time of year. Right. Right. It's so fun because like my birthday always is like around like we'll still be going to school around right. that time. So my kids are just like, so it's, I love, man, I love the attention. Everybody, everybody's just in like a good mood. It's every year. And yeah. It's awesome. And yeah, it's cold and rainy most, t- like it doesn't really snow on my birthday, but I don't, give, I don't give a shit. It's, it's a fun time. So, so it's a good time. It's, it's very fun. I feel like all winter signs are obsessed with their birthday. So I'm like very, I'm also like just like obsessed with birthdays. Like I have a real <laughs> math brain. So I remember everybody's birthday. Oh, see, I'm so and good. I love to do it. I just love it. Like yours is November 14th. Yeah. Day after my mom's. It's just so fun. Like I remember, I love, and also I love like when I hear someone, I'm like, oh, you have the same birthday as this person. I don't know. I just really love like I do remember that. If, yeah. Okay. If one, if two of my friends have the same birthday, then I'll remember that. Mm-hmm. But if your birthday's like, and honestly, if 
your birthday's also in the winter. Like, I remember... True, there's more meaning. Right. I remember all of my friends who are in the winter. And actually, I don't have a lot of friends that are summer or spring babies. Yeah, it's probably pretty telling. Right? That, right? No. It's like... and the, But that's the thing. Like, Pisces and Aries are always friends. Mm-hmm. And Leos and, like, freaking Cancers are always friends. And it's like... But it's like, yeah, because we're all, like, the same yeah. person. Like, minds gravitate yep. towards I looked, other. I looked that up when I when Jack and I first started dating. Like, the compatibility... Wait, what's Jack? He's, he's a summer baby. He's Aries. He's April. April. Oh, okay. April that's right. 13th. So it's, I think it's Aries, right? Yeah. I don't know. I looked it up because I was like, mm, compatibility. <laughs> and it was pretty good. I was like, love. That's just to say they don't use that. Like, come on. Every, even if you don't believe in astrology, you've looked up compatibility with you someone you're dating. You, you have. have to. Yeah. And then lastly, you embrace change or do you not like I, change? I, Here's the deal. If I have control over the change, I'm into it. I I, I like the change. Like if picking your ring. Right. Okay. I I do enjoy, yeah, that's that's a, that's yes. a tough one. That's a double-edged one because I really, I do like change, but if it's something I like, I know is coming, love. But, it, but then again, I do like the spontaneity of stuff. But again, if it's my decision, I'm into it. Mm-hmm. But if someone else is being like, this is the change that has to happen, I'm like, Okay, well. well, so how do you handle that? Like, so do you, being as spontaneous as you are, if someone, like, if you don't have control over the change, like, do you just go with the flow? Do you have to, like, mentally prepare? Like, what do you do? I, sometimes I have to, like, manipulate it for myself so that I know that I still have some control over it. So, like, gotcha. If they're, like, I mean, for instance, my first year of teaching, they were, like, okay, you can't be in your room because there's black mold. So you need, to tra- <laughs> you need to travel to different... You're like, no, I want to stay here. <laughs> they were like, you need to travel to to different classrooms. So I was like, okay, <laughs> geez, please. So I had to like, I had to shift, which stunk because I like, it was my first year of teaching. I wanted to do mm-hmm. thing, but I had to like, then I, I, I just made it my own thing. And I was really, it, it, it just became my own thing. Cause I was like, okay, great. Even though I'm moving, I can do this and this and this. So I guess it was, Back to the first thing of, yeah. of the Sagittarius, finding the positive in it. So if I can make it my thing and like really be convinced in myself that it's like a good thing and that I'm making it better, right? it'll be good. So yeah. change is hard, but it can if I like, I have to really. If you can control really, it. Yeah. You just have to spin it as a positive. I do like, have to spin it as a positive. And yeah. then I'm like, it's good. You have black I mold it good. in your classroom. You need to leave. It was not, it was not cute. <laughs> <laughs> it's not All right. Good. But um, from the adventures of being a Sagittarius yep. to the adventures of being a pop culture queen, let's get into our pop culture topics. <laughs> pop culture. Okay, so you've seen the Mean Girls movie, right? Yes. And you know it's a Broadway musical, I right? I know that. <laughs> but you're not a pop culture girl. <laughs> no, not right now. <laughs> no, I don't have... I deleted the Facebook and Instagram apps off my phone and honestly Snapchat because that brings me pop culture as well. But anyway, I deleted them because they were too much distraction for me. But I still have the account, so sometimes I'll pop back on. But I'm not I'm not one with pop culture right now, so please educate me. Gotcha. So Mean Girls, they turned... Mean Girls the musical into a movie which a lot of people think it was just a Mean Girls remake but it's actually just the musical as a movie okay it's kind of like Hairspray Hairspray was oh yeah I was trying I was trying to compare I'm like Sound of Music wait was that a Broadway musical yes yes was at one point I'm sure it had to be well they made Cats into a musical right or I mean Cats was a yes I think they made it into a movie cool and then it was maybe right but definitely Hairspray was it was a, I don't know if it was a movie musical, then a musical movie, but it definitely I mean, made it. a movie musical. Yeah, I didn't, I don't know the progression because the Mean Girls was like movie, then musical, then musical movie. Sounds like. Really? It was in that same progression, but it definitely was a musical. 
and then a musical movie because I remember Zac Efron was in it and at the yeah. when I was in high school and I was like I want to be Zac Efron and the girl who played like his love Nikki Blonsky the the star she like hadn't been any, the in anything before no 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 the the girl that was like the main character oh like, with the big hair right right oh, okay yeah Tracy 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 yeah, oh, oh what do you mean Nikki Blonsky was like that was her first thing and she was in love with Zac Efron Anyway, I was like, that could have been me. <laughs> I was like, screw you, Nikki Blonsky. Anyway, I just remember that. Wait, do you think they'll turn... So Barbie was kind of a musical. Did you see Barbie? I loved it too, but do you think they'll turn it into a Broadway show? It'll be a... I don't know. I mean, it'll be a musical movie. Everything is becoming a Broadway musical, so who knows? That would be awesome. SpongeBob is a... I'm, <laughs> yeah. They sure did, man. <laughs> Turning everything into a musical. Uh, but Matilda. Oh. Matilda too. Was Matilda first a Broadway show? Or I the... Think so. No, I thought it was a movie. Anyway, I'll fact check you. <laughs> it is a movie, but it's become a musical because my, my kids will ask for the songs. Anyway, okay, moving on. All right, anyway, on. Mean Girls musical turned into a movie. So Renee Rapp is the, like, the main character. Well, she's kind of the main character, but she's Regina George. So when you think of, like, Mean Girls the movie, I think of Katie, Caddy, Caddy Herring as the main character. Mm-hmm. But in the musical, it's kind of like Regina. So Renee Rapp is already taking the crown from being having the most chaotic press tour. She was on an appearance on Watch What Happens Live with Andy Cohen. And she admitted to thinking that one of the Real Housewives from Housewives of Potomac was really funny, which was a surprise to herself because she's ageist. Like she straight up said she is ageist. The Housewives girl or the Renee Rapp? Renee Rapp said that. So Renee Rapp. So I think the question was, Andy was like, what do you think of Karen from Real Housewives of Potomac? And she's like, oh, my God, Karen's so funny. Um, But I'm actually surprised that I think she's funny because I'm ageist. Oh, like I wouldn't think people who are older. Funny. Yeah. So not cute, Renee. (laughs) (laughs) So host Andy Cohen had to like stop her and like move to the next question. He was like, wait, so you don't like older people? He's like, so you do you just look down on older people or don't care for them? And she doubled down on her comments. She, she goes, I just am um, ages against millennial women. She goes, I don't get their humor. What? Is this housewife a <laughs> millennial? The housewife is, but Renee's not. Is Renee older? Renee Rapp is like, I don't, I don't want to, I think she, but she's young. Alexa. Yes. Alexa. Oh, she's turned off. Shit. Oh. Is she, because is, is she younger or older than the millennial? Renee Rav's younger. Oh, uh, so like you're talking about older people. She's a Gen Z girl. And, and she is talking about being ageist against millennials. Okay, I was thinking it was like against some, listen, I don't know. I, I, don't, I, don't, know, I, don't, I don't know anything, but I just, I was assuming it was like someone. 24. Someone who was like seven, like she was talking about someone who was like 70. Like I'm ageist against like older people. And I was like, no, that's, that's talking a about pretty that. big gap. She doesn't understand them, but she's talking about millennials. That hurts, Renee. That's not very nice. I'm like, millennial women literally made you. So um, yeah. uh, the Mean Girls movie is a millennial woman it's, it's movie. Great. Without Mean Girls, there wouldn't be a Broadway musical. And without the Broadway musical, there wouldn't be your job. Yeah, that's so. not cute, Gen Z. Yeah, I love Some respect. She's 24. Mm. Yeah. So. Yeah, nice. Yeah. And then blah, blah, blah. She clarified that it has to do with many personal experiences she's had with older women. She goes, I was just always like the young one in the situations and millennial women were always coming for me. Well, now we're definitely coming for you. Right. Well, now that you said it that way, that's so tough. I know. It'd be one thing if she was like, I've always felt like the younger one and people are coming. People were always coming for me after. Like, I don't. Now she can't come back from being like, I'm surprised they're funny because I don't like them. So that's not good. 
Right, exactly. But since she doubled down on her comments saying that millennial women just don't get her humor, and it was clearly a joke, and one user just used it to make the clip viral. And she said, just taken out of context, but like I watched that episode, and no, she literally goes, I'm ageist. Oh, well. <laughs> she, she did enjoy herself there. Right, yeah. right, right. Um, yeah, so a lot of fans are very like torn on this. Like, fans defend rap claiming it was a joke citing misunderstanding of her humor but then some find the joke awkward questioning um you know if she was staying in character of regina george which no like method actor (laughs) if you're on a press tour for the movie you can't that's i feel like no one's assuming i don't know so a lot of people think she's like fully like she thinks she's regina george now like she's fully taking on the mean girl persona ew i know yeah what's your take on fans reactions do you think she was trying to be funny, or and she's misunderstood, or do you think she is just a bitch? <laughs> I think they have a, I think they have a right to be mad. That's not funny. Right. Also, like if you were if you were joking about it, clearly say I was joking. You could have read if Andy Cohen cut you off and tried to be like, oh, let's wait, 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 that was really weird. You could have been like, oh, I'm so sorry, I didn't mean to. You know what I'm saying? You could have read the room and be like, I didn't mean to like make me like that the whole thing that ages thing I said. I'm not actually ages. I'm gonna clear the air real fast. Not ages. Right. I was just joking. Millennial women like. You know, I owe so much respect. She could have, like, doubled down then and there. Instead of after. But yeah. then, like, afterwards, she was, like... They don't get my humor. Yeah. They don't get me. Shut up. No, like, no. Seriously. Yeah. She... she needed- like, well, maybe that's why we're coming for you, because you're acting like this. She needed to say that there. That's strange. That's strange. When you're 24, you can read the room. Like, if she was, like, a teenager, I'd be like, oh, you know, no one gets you. No one gets right. humor. But she's 24. She's... Also, I don't think she understands the term of the word ageist. I don't think so either. Like, it's it's not good. It's, it's like not all, it's almost like calling someone racist. It. I mean, it is. It's really close. And also, like, people who are seeing people who are fans of Mean Girls, like true fans, yeah, are in that age bracket of millennials. Yeah, even yeah. Older. So, like, that's she's not. I'm sure her like. You know, I'm sure her manager was like, not good. That's tough. We need to be That's really tough. I hope she can come back from that because I. I'm excited for this, and I love a Broadway girly being, like, in pop culture, but... Right. Not cute. No, it's not cute for her. She... Yeah, so she has an album out now, too. Okay. Um, And everybody's, like, loving her songs. Like, she's really, like, becoming, like, a huge thing because of this, which we love women in the arts. Yeah, <laughs> she's becoming a huge thing because of the press tour. Yes, that's... Yes, and she's just, like... Um, other comments from her press tour, it's just, like, she's just speaking her mind. She's, like... Unhanged. It'd be okay if you were speaking your mind, but like unapologetic. Nice. Yeah, yeah. So that's what a lot of people are saying. She, they're they're just like she's really like expressed love for this like Regina George persona, and again, the public has mixed reactions. It's like, I mean, so it's not like Margot Robbie was out there on her press tour acting like Barbie. I mean, she was dressing like Barbie, but right. It's different. It's it's one right. thing to like dress like the character, and it's another thing to act like the character. And also, like it's not a good character. And again, if you're on a press, wait, she's like, like the pro V. Like, yeah, talk about what the movie's about. Don't act like the main character who we don't like. So, bye. Who's not even the main character? Also, that's weird. I mean, I like that, <laughs> but not as like it's like almost. It won't be the same movie then, which is we can't glorify being a mean girl, and that's no. really what I'm afraid this is going to happen. Ew. Also. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's, I feel like that's a, but a lot of, I don't know. I feel like, I, right. Gen Z, I feel like Gen Z, this might be me just like acting old, but I feel like Gen <laughs> Z is not very nice from my opinion. Do you think we were nice? 
Yeah. You think millennials? I think we were nice because we were like the first ones on social media. Like I remember like I got Facebook when I was like 16 and I was like, oh my God, so exciting. I was telling a coworker that they're like Gen Z. Yeah, I was telling a coworker that there's a Gen Z and she's actually very nice. But she, I'm not saying all Gen Z, right? But she, I was like, I think our generation is like, and this isn't just being like, oh, we're the best. I think ours is a very interesting generation because we grew up without and with the internet. Yeah. Like, we can remember a time where we didn't have internet, and we can remember when it, we also were, like, immersed in the internet. Right. And like truly can't. No, Gen Z's, like, cannot remember a life without the internet. Yeah. So, it's like, I think maybe that's why they're mean. I think so. I think so, because I think they just, like, they truly believe that everything they do is, like, has to be on social media. Main character. They have such main character energy, and also, like, they just need to be doing all the things that people see. Like, I don't think mm-hmm. they're not being authentic. It's like Pixar didn't happen. Yeah, literally. And I'm like, Whoa, what's happening? So I don't know. I mean, I see it like my kids are way too young to be. I don't even know what you're uh, there. Like, they're, they're like generation beta. I yeah, think. they're baby. I mean, they're babies, but you can still beta. Tell, like they care deeply about anything that's on TikTok. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I wish they did that. I really wish. Do they, they request like, to sing songs from TikTok? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Do they think they're all going to be viral? <laughs> they do. It's like, like, one of, it's, like this. it's an occupation. Like when you go around, <laughs> what do you want to be when you get old? They're like, YouTuber. And I'm like, ew. But I mean, listen, I mean, go off. You want to be a YouTuber, get something else. But I'm like, love, it's just not what everybody could do. But anyway, I, I think that Gen Z cares a lot about what other people think. And they, <laughs> and I don't know if it's always like with a good heart and intention. So right, and I'm not saying all of them are like that. Well, you know, a lot of beautiful, wonderful Gen Z people. But Same. I feel like overall, it's kind of like that, that like, bully vibe i don't know yeah 24 year old yeah my my sister's 23 i still think like i don't even like consider my sister a gen z i consider gen z like i still look at them like teenagers yeah i think of gen z as like 18s yeah like the high school and the fact that they're like in their 20s now and like living on their own and yeah yeah my brother's a gen z he's 22 oh I can't. <laughs> There's a car alarm going off in the background. You probably can't hear it, but that's the car. Yeah. I'll oh, cut it out. There we yep. go. Perfect. Now it's out. Yep. Pros of living next to a bagel shop. No, it's not a pro. <laughs> it's actually very noisy. But yeah, so are you, so the movie's out now. So do you plan to see it at all? Or are you going to maybe wait till it comes out? I'll wait. I, I really, I have such a short attention span. It's hard for me to watch a movie in movie theaters. But I'm like, pause it. I really need it to be paused so I can like take a little break. Or talk about it, like decompress a little bit. But Jack loves movies, so who knows? Maybe we will. You think you want to watch some girl musical? He actually he would. I think he'd be into it. He loves music, so he'd be into it. But and he loves stuff at like movie theaters. He loves to see anything at movie theaters, right? And it's not my vibe. So maybe it'll happen. Maybe I'll give in. But do you have any advice for Renee Rapp? If you were Renee Rapp, how would you? I always think I'm like, if the harder, the faster they grow, the harder they fall. Yeah. You know? Do you think? She needs to change her attitude. I think so. I think she needs to humble herself out big time. Yeah. Or at least, like, because I, I know it's this whole thing. Like, I can just, the way that women talk, like, I'm, I'm sure you see it. Like, I'm with a lot of women as a teacher. So, yeah. I, but talking to Jack about how he talks, like, with, a, like, a lot of male coworkers, I feel like women are already, like, very just apologetic in the way that they go about life. Right. So I'm, I'm happy for her that she's, like, very proud and very, like, unapologetic in the way that she's speaking however i think that she does need to be careful when she's going on press tours like this because yeah you're going to be speaking to an audience that understands unapologetic but you're also going to be speaking to an audience that 
doesn't right. understand what is going on. So I think that yeah. she, if she's going to say stuff like that, she needs to like really consider both sides of the argument. Right. A hundred percent agree. There's a way to be a bad, there's a way to be a badass bitch and like have the Regina Doors persona without actually being mean. Right. Without blowing up everything in your path. Right. Exactly. Because I mean, Regina George got hit by a bus. True. <laughs> <laughs> we, I, I actually have not seen the Broadway musical, but I wonder if that happens. I wonder, I'm interested to see how that goes down. Yeah. I've, I've honestly on all track, so I don't know. It's cool. Actually, I think I would like to see Renee Rapp get hit by a bus, so maybe I'm going to see it after this. Oh my god. I'm sure a lot of, like, millennials would now, so tough. Yep, so we're going to see it. All right, let's move on. So, for Squeezer Squat, that's what we call our fashion segment. Squashes like we hate it, squeezes we love it. We're seeing a fashion trend shift. Okay. And it's a, it was a very quick shift, too. It was, like, all of a sudden, it was okay. all over the internet, all over TikTok. I know you don't do social, yeah. but, like, all of a sudden, the, like, clean girl aesthetic of okay. 23. Like, what is clean girl? Is it, like, the beige movement? Clean girl is, like, minimal makeup. Oh, okay. Like, that hair. Like, ass leisure. Got it, got it, got it. Not a lot I'm of jewelry. It. I'm with it. Actually, I would describe you as clean girl. Okay. Clean girl aesthetic. Yeah. Take it. Yeah. It looks, I mean, and a lot of people can pull it off. Like, it's it's very, and I think that it came from COVID. Right. Because it's like, where are we going? Right. <laughs> that is true. Yeah, like, what are we doing? Why am I putting eyelashes on? Why, you know, there's no point. But now I think this whole new trend, it actually kind of makes sense because now things are open again. We're going places. It's called the mob wife. Ew. Aesthetic. So, so a lot of jewelry. So what do you, I was going to ask you, what do you, when you hear the term mob wife, what, like, what immediately comes to your mind? Okay, so I'm thinking, like, thinking a lot of jewelry, like mm-hmm. some, some gold, some little chains oh, yes. in here. I'm thinking, like, it's going to look, I, I feel like the, it, I'm thinking, like, turtleneck, like, black shirt, tight fitting, like, turtleneck, maybe, like, dress. I don't know, like, <laughs> fancy, but also, yeah. Yeah, you're on the right track. So it's mob wife style is influenced by characters like... Carmela Soprano, Elvira Hancock, Karen Hill. These are all famous, like, movie mob wives characters. But it's very, like, flashy, over-the-top, glamour. Like, interesting. Almost think back to, like, the 80s. So it's voluminous hair, big sunglasses, faux fur, animal print, red lips. Okay, I guess I've seen that. Red lips, red nails. Yeah. Yes, I've definitely seen the red nails. Mm-hmm. Which I I am loving honestly because this has been part of my personal style for a long time, and it's just like I'm always that one that was overdressed. So now I'm like finally good. You're one with the crew. Like even last night we went out to dinner. It was a new Italian place in Webster, and I had on like I actually had on a turtleneck bodycon dress fitted dress with like like my local chains and like my big like blue overcoat and steven's like where are we going i was like we're going to dinner he's like what i don't see why we got to get dressed up it's just i'm like this is, i'm not girl. dressed up this is just what i wear yeah <laughs> i just want to this is where i feel it's my casual good girl i know i love that for you i'm glad i'm glad oh, i'm excited good, good vibe for you. yeah it's very inspired by 80s and 90s fashion it's like yeah again a, a lot of celebrities are doing it right now dua lipa jennifer lawrence lauren sanchez Kendall jenner right yeah. now is kind of the one that it's just like 
but in the, the one thing we're seeing is just like especially now since it's like zero degrees outside is big fur coats yes i've seen that so I mean, that trend being a vegan though are will you are you gonna come for people <laughs> no i don't see listen people as a vegan i'm do like i'm a vegan for myself like it's not as really I, I so i'm not out here like telling people to not order like chicken i'm just i'm just like i'm not gonna order it and you do what you feel and that's how i feel like that's our family types of vegans yeah i don't and yeah i think it's really funny because when i say i'm a vegan people are like oh my god do i can i order any meat around you i'm like yeah you, can, you do you i'll do me but that's so i'm not gonna come for people who, who wear the furs okay i'm not gonna come for a lot of people are like uh it's kind of divided it's like do i want to get some faux fur that's like poly made from polyester and from a low like wage area of china and it's made out of half plastic and it's gonna end yeah. up in Austin, or do i just want to go thrift it like a real fur yeah coat yeah because i mean he's gonna it. yeah <laughs> like <laughs> no i think i think if you're thrifting it like okay so that's, that's better than you could you know what i'm saying yeah better than most people are doing so no honestly and like no none of these girlies out here can afford a real fur coat even though i know they would like to so as long as we're not killing more animals and we're just buying the ones that have already been killed i mean that's one way to do it the thrifting is the thrifting's great i think that anyone who's going to be against buying a real fur wouldn't be against thrifting one right because it's not like you're consuming more fur right you're buying fur that's already been consumed <laughs> I, think that's the, I think that's the way to go yep but I, I mean, i'm interested in that aesthetic i wonder how it'll shift going into the summit oh that's a good question what's gonna be what is it gonna be you know how do you do mob wife in the summer yeah well big sunglasses right already. that makes sense um i imagine like those big like big straw hats are gonna come back you which i'm i'm a hat girly in the summer yeah big hats big sunglasses i can see that mm -hmm. i'm so happy that we're doing our hair again though because i oh doing that <laughs> i'm not i i'm like no yeah, i love to not do my hair but i understand what are they doing it's a big volume it's like it's okay. like think of like the i always say like old money aesthetic like big yeah just volume as hair yes yeah, like blowouts blowouts are probably gonna come back cute yeah i feel like they well i don't even know i'm a form of fashion but i feel like they've been you know what no i feel like the people that like the the teachers that I teach with, I feel like they're one with the curly hair, but there are some who I've been doing like the clean girl when they pull it back and they slick it back. So anyway, I've seen both. Sometimes some and hey, embrace your own personal style. Like like dark, thick, dark like eyeliner is not gonna look good on everybody. You know what I mean? Like um, it's gonna make some people's eyes like look really small. That's the vibe though. I love it so much. It was like such my vibe in college to do that thick, dark eyeliner. And it was hard getting out of it because I was like, shoot, I love it so much. Well, now you can embrace it again. Maybe you should try. You're right. Maybe, maybe you should try mom. mom. Maybe you should try mom. 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 Like, oh, my God. I'm like, who are you? If, if, if I see you in leopard print, I will die. We got to get to a leopard print coat. I, right. It'd be so cute. I would. Yeah, that would be cute. Me with. You already have some big furry earmuffs. Love them. Yeah. Girl. Actually, I could see you. We, we're going to put. You're right. We could do it. We can do it. Let's go thrifting for let's go thrifting for fur coats. But people are saying it's like not just a style. You have to embrace the whole like persona. Oh, and like bad boss bit. Like that's the vibe. That's I will nice. kill you. I love the confidence, but like okay. I'm not trying to be an organized crime. <laughs> yeah, I. That's so funny. 
It reminds me of that little Ariana Grande song, the one that's like the successful song. Have you heard the Seven Rings? No, 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 no. That's oh. literally called Successful. Oh, I thought you were saying the successful song. <laughs> no, I heard about Successful. No, like it's a song. It's a song. Okay, I don't know. Successful. That's cute. I can see these women walking around. Yeah, I. who knows if they're actually getting an organized crime. Have you heard? It reminds me of those two Rihanna songs. Because if I can think of Mob Wife, it's like Rihanna. Okay. Desperado by Rihanna. I'm a good one. Have you ever heard it in the night yet? Yeah. Oh, my. Yeah. That's- yeah. And then Bitch Better Have My Money. Yeah. That's a that's a mob wife song for sure. <laughs> they're gonna ball all these songs. Yeah, I love that. Maybe they're just thinking, yeah, they'll be in their car breaking these songs, but not stealing anything. Right. We do not encourage stealing <laughs> cars or hiding bodies for your husband. Right. <laughs> Don't help out. But so the reaction on social media is pretty split. Kind of similar to Renee Rap. You know, everybody has something to say. Someone's going to be offended. So some Italian-Americans are criticizing the trend, saying our culture is not your assume. That I, I can I can see that. Yeah. I'm an, I'm just joking. I'm not really Italian. I have been one for Italian. <laughs> My grandma was like her her parents came. Actually, not even her parents. Whatever. She's like. She's a Viviano, so she's one of the oh. I've been in that store. Like, that's my great-grandpa's, yeah. my great-grandpa started it. Oh, shit. So they're, like, very Italian-American people, and they were poor Italian-Americans, so they weren't wearing mob wife stuff. So I, I can understand why people are up in here being like, that's our culture, but not really. It's not. Like, it's like Exactly. Okay, I saw a TikTok said, why are these Midwest girlies acting like they're in the mob? Um, Have you been to the Hill? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, also, like, who knows? Here's the deal. Like, it's. I don't know. That's just, I feel like that's just not something to get offended about. I understand. Yeah, like, here's the deal. The cult, like, I think it's very serious when people dress up like Native Americans on Halloween. That's a right. huge problem. Or like this is a right. thing, like, you know, mm-hmm. I think that can be, that's wildly problematic because it's like very, it's like people in that culture use it like ceremoniously. Right. And where like the white people who wear them right. to make, they're quite literally like being like, to make fun. Yeah. Fun. And we're like, we're not using them for what it's designed. But the mob wasn't like a like not religious organization. Right. It was I mean they were Catholic, but <laughs> there are all those Roman Catholics. But it's it's I, I don't think it's something it's not like if they're listen, if the if girlies are out here wearing like I'm thinking right now of like the mob, you know, like the the super going to like going to funerals right and wearing the black veils and all of the you know all the the cross all the crosses right all the cross what and like you know all their rosaries and stuff like people aren't doing that they're not going so hard where they're like literally they're i don't i, I right. don't think i don't think it crosses the appropriation line in my opinion but i mean again right i'm not a mob wife so <laughs> you're like i'm not even italian yeah i know i'm trying to compare it so like my heritage is very german mm-hmm. and if i don't even know what that would fucking look like like, like leaderhood like like leaderhood like yeah. something like if all i hope to god that doesn't come in style yeah but if it did not cute. <laughs> not cute but if all of a sudden for some reason it's like german girly aesthetic and we're all out here wearing like pigtails and lederhosen's that would not offend me as a german american yeah i don't think you know what i mean it's like that and it's like a whole yeah I and it's like okay yeah it's costumey but like if that's the trend like i'm not offended buy it i honestly would take it as a compliment i'd be like yeah okay cool now i can dress as my heritage and right it's it and it's not i think it is that ceremonious thing like, right it wasn't where it wasn't worn in like a ceremony per se like it's 
But you know, these Italians out here are like literally like full emotion, full emotion. And they're like, you don't even know how to make lasagna. And it's like, it doesn't matter. It's just a fucking fashion trend. It's like, yeah, it ain't it ain't like they're putting on the again. They're not like wearing your flag in a weird way. They're right. really just wearing black and red nails and red lips. So which is like what they in leopard print, which is what they did in the 80s. OK, yeah. so or the 80s culturally appropriating italians i don't think so yeah i think that's a weird i think that's a weird thing to get upset about Mm -hmm. yeah that yeah that's strange to me but so if you were okay so let's just say you were gonna be a mob wife for one day how (laughs) that easy (laughs) first what would you wear and then how how would you take on the mob wife persona for just a day? You okay? I do like making my hair big. I'd blow, yeah, I do a lot of curly curls. Yeah, I tease it up. I'm into it. I really love. I love the winged eyeliner look. Uh, Are we talking yeah. about winged? Is that what? Yeah. You- Shit, man. I love the winged eyeliner. I would go really hard. Mm-hmm. I'd go real thick lashes. Oh yeah, wonderful. Love it. Big gold. I- I'm a real gold girly, so I gold hoops gold necklace i'd layer the necklaces Ooh, maybe a little corella de vil vibe maybe I have gloves on right i add to, i need a pair of leather gloves i'll like add to cart yes i'm gonna put some gloves on wear some like yeah i don't have any tall boots i really need to get a get it going up in here i don't know well i don't know <laughs> yeah i'd be in that bodycon that little black little black dress so i'm a little black dress and then maybe some cutie little just like some I really, it's too cold to be up in here and just bare skin. So I'd wear some, I'd wear a body can dress, but a little bit short, black tights, and then maybe like some high little black boots. Not yeah. Big, like long black boots. Knee like boots. knee boots? Yeah. Heels? No heel? Heel. Patent leather or regular leather? I have no idea. Patent leather was shiny. Patent's shiny. Okay. I think I want shiny. I think I do shiny. I think, I think shiny, I'm into it. And then I have a little black bag, but it wouldn't go on my shoulder. I'd hold it. Yes. Had a little black bag. And then I feel like you can pull this off. I'm into it. And then oh, when you had Ray Chance, though, these gloves. <laughs> right? Do people with these gloves have rings over their gloves? That was my question. Okay, because I wore um, where did I wear gloves to you recently? And I was like, do oh, when I was trying on wedding dresses because I'm gonna do gloves. Love it. I'm gonna do gloves. Classic. And I'm like, do I wear the ring over it? I mean, obviously my wedding ring. You'll have to. Right. That's right. Ooh, because I know they were. I go, they, I know people who wear gloves a lot who are like, them. The mob wives. Yes, specifically the mob wives. I know the people who wear gloves a lot. Like, I'm literally just thinking about Corelle DeVille. I just feel like she's wearing her, like, bracelets on the outside, at least. Well, I think of the, I think of the Kardashians. They went through a whole glove era where they had, like, they actually had, like, nails on the outside of their gloves. (laughs) Right, which is a little weird. (laughs) I'm grossed out by that. I didn't like that. Because, yeah, it was like they had... Like their gloves were like pointy. Oh no! It made them look like they had like alien. That's not something. But no, I'm. I think if you did gloves, yeah, you would have to. Yeah. Can we normalize? Oh my god! If we normal, if this trend brings back just wearing gloves with everything, I am so down for that. That's really cute. I love. And that actually, we should have done that during COVID because that's why they wore gloves back then because things were disgusting. Yeah, that's true. Nice. And if you were rich, you didn't want to touch like dirty peasant things. Good call. <laughs> My on that eye. Although um, it doesn't leave fingerprints if you're like killing people. You know what? <laughs> and there you have it. There you have it. That's so funny. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the nails on the outside. I'm still thinking about it. That's pretty gross. I don't like to. I don't like to think about that. I'm gonna look up a picture after this and 
be grossed out by it. Right. That's nasty, girl. <laughs> You're like, I have, to, I have to find it. I can't. So squeezing or squashing mob wife aesthetic. I'd squeeze it. That's nice. I'm squeezing it, too. I'm excited about it. I hope, but I, I do like your question about how that's going to transition to the summer. Because, like, right now, I'm like, why would I buy a fur coat? It's going to be 80 degrees in the month and next month. True. <laughs> it'll flip fast. Yeah. Who knows? Maybe it'll be, Lord knows. I don't know. We'll see. Who knows? We'll see. Well, from mob wife fashion to group chat drama. Group chat drama. Yeah. Let's get into our last topic. Okay, so we all know what a group chat is. Like, mm-hmm. we don't live under a fucking rock. A lot of, there's a lot of positive aspects to a group chat. Well, you said you were a horrible te- texter. But <laughs> I, for one, I do like a good group chat. You know, there's spaces of, like, solidarity, refuge. They create relationships with people, like, you haven't seen in a long time. I personally use them if I need to get one message out to a big group of people. Right. Specifically, like, right now I have a bridesmaid's group mm-hmm. chat because it's just, like, I'm not going to tell you all the same thing individually. There's no separate, right. But a lot of people think that group chats are massively overwhelming. Actually, 40% of people in the U.S. and U.K. say they feel overwhelmed by group chat messages and managing and muting all of them can be really, it's a lot of admin. And, but then they feel like they can't because then they don't want to miss any information. Mm-hmm. So thoughts. So here's the deal. I... Okay. <laughs> I'm I'm in the I'm in the 40%. So here's here's how I feel. I I'm 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 on either side of it because I understand the efficiency of it. It's like right. it's like a, you know, a, an email to a group of people. You don't want to say the same thing like to 15 different If you're getting information out to the people, mm-hmm. they and there's like a thank you reply, that's fine. But if they're my issue since I'm teaching for like, you know, for it'll be you know, three, three or four classes at a time. Mm-hmm. I don't have, I, it's just when I see the messages on the break that I have and it's like 100, I'm like, there's no, You're like, I don't thing. have the time to go through all that. The time to go through this. And also like, I'm so bad at texting. I'm not going through like when I have two, me- two unread messages. I'm like, still too many for me. <laughs> so like, if there's a hundred, literally two, you're like, this is too much admin. I'm like, I'm completely over it. So Here's the deal. If you're getting a message out to people and it's a and it's a mass text mm-hmm. to all those people, I don't have an issue. Right. But I have an issue when it's like a huge conversation that with five people and I miss the whole. Also, if even if I'm like in it, mm-hmm. I never. Te- well, I'm a bad texter in, to begin with, so I'm not. Te- no, I'm not responding. <laughs> I'm horrible at texting anyway. But there's a there's a group chat like I'm all like all the all the whatever all the specific teachers and mm-hmm. like little crew, mm-hmm. and they will text about little things, and I just I cannot keep up because it'll be like quite literally. 40 unread messages that be like oh my god what are you getting for lunch today and then it's like 15 minutes later well, we're just like bitching about all the same things I'm right like, no, no 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 i don't need to even read this or bring me down and i have the same issues as you and you all know that you have the same issues as each, as each other you just wanted a sounding board i don't have time for this so right i i have a i have problems when they're just when they're not when there's no purpose in them right and i'm glad that you brought up like like having issues within the group chat because I like people can be in group chats without like they can be added without their choice. Like you, I can just add a bunch of like, well, like with the bridesmaids ones, like it's like I didn't ask to be added to the chat. And then it creates like difficult social dynamics because there's like awkward dynamics when relationships change after a group chat is established and like feeling trapped in group chats. Like when you want to leave, it's like the anxiety of like being like, hey, you added me to this group chat. I didn't ask to be in this group chat. 
I will leave no questions asked like and I'll just yeah. text the moderator or whatever and be like I can't be in this right. but I'm just like self-aware like that other people probably get massive anxiety about leaving a group chat I so I would rather die than leave a group chat like there's no way I can, and there's no way it's so funny because I'm like I'm I just I would the way I deal with it is muting it and then responding and like when you have your own time when I have my own but then feelings. like don't you feel like it's old news then by that side then I say like basically sometimes if I if I feel like it was a moment that I missed I just mm-hmm. won't respond sometimes if they are waiting on me to, or if it's like sometimes people be like hello <laughs> hello <laughs> I'm like oh my god so that do, you, do people ever tag you? Yes, it happens all the time. They're like, please. And I'm like, whoopsies. Well, I can understand if it's like, we're all ordering lunch. What do you want? What do you need? So it, yeah. it makes sense that I need to respond at a certain point. But eventually I will just be like, sorry, I missed. At this point, I want people to know that I'm not going to respond. So they just, if people call me, I will talk to them for as long as they need. But like, I cannot be, I cannot be held responsible to text back. So I need everyone to know that. So basically at this point in like certain chats that I just like have had enough of, I will respond like three hours later and be like, sorry, I missed this. But yeah, I'm on the same. But you won't leave. And so they know I won't leave, though. I can't. Do you would you leave if it didn't notify them? Like, you know, when you leave, it's like so and so has left the chat. So it's it's in different groups. I would like if it's a group. Yeah. If it's a group that just texts, like texts for fun, like I have a group text that's like from college that has no apps, like it like brings, no purpose. brings me nothing. Like it's no purpose. <laughs> like we just like text random stupid pictures right. of like people from college basically. <laughs> and like or teachers who were like popping off on Facebook, which is funny, but I don't need to see it. So I would leave that if it didn't notify them. Sure. Yeah. But some groups that like do have important information or they they can, but they just choose not to text about it. Like I'd rather put them on mute and then right. through the text. It's those weird ones. It's like, okay, this is how I feel like my bridesmaids group chat is going to start. It starts as an informational group chat, and then it turns into, like, a after everything's said and done. Like, it'll probably, like, after the wedding and everything, it'll probably be just, like, for funsies group chat because, like, you guys will all have connected throughout the year and everything and become friends, but then, like, I'm going to leave. Like, right. <laughs> like, this is no, this is not, no, I don't need no to. purpose anymore. How do you feel about side chats so my if it's like a group and then a couple more people on the side will text about the group so oh my god yeah so because i already know that's going on with my bridesmaids right. there's like yes. yeah you see you're, you're like I, see i mean now you feel bad because you're not in the side upset i'm just joking i mean <laughs> just put me in the side chat like i don't know you don't even respond i wouldn't respond uh, so there's like no there's seriously what i've heard from some of my bridesmaids is there's like a chat with the bridesmaids who respond and then there's a chat, and then there's a chat with just, like, my sister and my maid of honor and this other girl who just, like, inserted her, like, this other bridesmaid who just wants to be super involved in the plan A. Oh, well, that's nice. That's no, but, but then it's like, okay, but then it's like, I'm hearing about things that are being said in side chats from other side chats. And it's like, I need, and I'm like, you I need to know about I'm like, you guys need to have a chat with all of you without me. Oh, I to plan. You know what I mean? Because it's like, yes, I want to. I'm like really trying. It's like the control thing. It's so hard. Yeah. Because I have like specific places I want to go and stuff for the shower and the right and the bachelorette. And it's like a couple people know that stuff, and then like a couple people don't because it's just like I'm spontaneous like that too. It's like when my idea comes to mind and whoever, whatever bridesmaids are at the top of my text list, like who, that's who I'm going to text it about. You know. So it's like so not everyone knows. We want to make sure that people... Everybody knows. Yeah. Yes. So it's just like, so side chats. Well, and then future mother-in-law, I mean, 
She, you know her. Yeah. She, she has side, she has multiple side chats with the same people in it. Yeah. There's like one with me, her, and Steven. There's one with me, her, and Steven, and his brother, Jeff. There's one with me, her, Steven, her, his brother, Jeff, and his wife. Right. Then there's one with like the whole family. Then there's like one that's that's her sons. And it's like, she forgets which, like, when she's texting. She'll carry on conversations from other side chats. Okay. (laughs) That's tough. That's, yeah, I get nervous when that happens. Then my mom is involved in a couple, and then she's, like, talking trash. I'm like, Mom, you need to, like, understand which one you're talking to right here. Like, <laughs> so does your family have a group chat? Yes, but we have one, like, without my dad, without my mom, with so like, some of the siblings. Like, it's, yeah. How many, how many siblings do you have? I have two. So I have the younger sister and younger. Okay, I just have the one. So there's definitely a, a side chat with me, my mom, and my sister without my dad because he's a paramedic and he literally has our family group chat. Yeah. Like on mute. Right. <laughs> there's no need. And then there's one with just my mom and dad where we bitch about my sister. And I'm sure they have one without me. So funny. Yeah. That's so funny. Yeah, we have one. Yeah, that's kind of... I feel like every group is that way, though. You know, yeah. like you need to have those little avenues mm-hmm. to be like, ugh. Once you but find I'm, out you're not in a side chat, though, does it? I feel like it does cause anxiety. Like when I just told you just yeah. now, you're like, "Wait, what?" Yes, I. <laughs> yeah, I had this like massive falling out with friends, and we were in a huge group chat. Oh yeah, and everything wrong. like it was a huge. It was it was like a pretty big group chat. Was it was it that ex best friend I told you? Yeah, yeah. Be like, <laughs> yeah, and, like, you were like fuck them and i was like right you're right girl <laughs> i was already in my mom wife era back then you when were. i told you i was like, like fuck that girl the mom absolutely and i was like bless up for you but i needed it. i just needed a boost like you don't need her because like because i would just i would always think about like how i know that i'm not in that group chat anymore oh and i know that they're talking about me basically like that's i know that they're like screenshotting shit that i do and be like look at her because that's what we would do to everybody else. Well, I mean, if they're that obsessed with you, then, I mean, you must be pretty cool. I know, that's what Jack does. Jack's like, who cares? I'm like, you're right. Are you have that much time to talk about someone else's life. Like, how boring is yours? <laughs> that's true. It's, 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 that's true. And so I think about that a lot, that I'm, like, not in that chat anymore, and it makes me sad. But also, like, if people are talking about me, go for it. Literally go for it. Did you leave that group chat, or were you kicked out? They just stopped. I They stopped texting that group they made gotcha how do you know they made a different group because are you still friends with so one of them was telling me how they were all texting about literally like me and my sister and i was like so are you still friends with that girl not really like she'll text me yeah well there's always a rat there's always a rat that's how you know and i know that she's bringing shit back to them i know Mm -hmm. they're all talking about it's so funny because the shit they whatever it's a whole thing but I, like, the other ones text me like when jack and i got engaged the other ones text me like congratulations like this i haven't talked to you in five years i know Stop. like don't try to weasel the way back in like don't play this game i know that you're literally screen i know that you are screenshotting what i text back and send yes. it to the group so like it's like you might as well just put me back in the fucking group literally so that i can be like this is what i did today guys make fun of me because i know you're gonna do it eventually <laughs> oh my god yeah it's not cute i'm gonna start a group chat with all my enemies just to do this to do that be like i know you're gonna talk about it so might as well put it in here hey i haven't talked to you all three of you in seven years but i just want to you update on my life so you can talk shit because i know you're doing it anyway it's don't want to like any it's so funny being on the other side because you basically have to like accept that it's happening and be like right fuck it so yeah fuck it we all we all have side chats we all have to i mean you have to have side chats so it is so i mean a couple ways that you can manage just like the 
massive like craziness of a group chat is opt for smaller groups with closer friends. So that's where like that's where like those side chats come in. You know what I mean? Use alternative methods like invitations, like physical invitations. Facebook. Oh, that makes sense. So there's no like yeah. response back. That's nice, right? Like especially if it's for something like. But I'm not even like I'm not going to send you guys a letter. No, if I'm like to tell you like what you need to be. That would be like an engagement party, right? Exactly. Mute chats if distracted. Yeah, so that's a big yeah. thing. And invite, ask if like, so I like this tip. So if you mute a chat, but there was some important information that you think you may have missed, text the person who started that chat separately and be like, hey, what did I miss? I've done that before. And then helpful. Or like, I've done it before where someone will start the chat and then they needed information. I didn't respond in time because I don't. And then I'll text them separately and be like, hey, I'm so sorry. I missed it. What information do you need for me? So they don't write like I was like purposefully not texting them back i like that is to them who mattered so i used to get really upset when and you said you're a bad texter and like i am not i mean steven is not either steven will actually even get like when we were first dating i wouldn't text back in like 30 minutes and he'd be like and he'd be upset. yeah and but we're both just like super talkative and super communicative like that like we're always texting it's it's not toxic it's toxic but not like i don't know <laughs> no i mean now that you yeah. Yeah. But a lot of my friends are like are like you. They will they won't text back for like a whole day. Yeah, and I'm like like a burden on my mind. Like it's and then like oh my god. And then but then it's like oh my god, are they mad at me? Yeah. And I and it's because it's so funny because I have that mm-hmm. and I've had to really like because I'll like tell the jack I'm like oh man, I can't believe these people are texting me back. He was like you never text. He's like you can't get mad at you me. No, never text back. Right, never text back. And I was like good call. So it's just so I have to put myself. I just have to really practice patience. It's it's hard because you need a response. And that's why... Because I feel like I'm always responding to people right, right away. And that's why I'm one for the calling. Like, if someone has something to say to me, I, like, call them. Or if they text me with a question mm-hmm. that has too long of an answer. Also, I hate writing. I think that's another thing. Like, I absolutely... I think it's hard. It's hard to do. And I also, like, I'll show text to Jack. I mean, like, does this sound good? Because I really... <laughs> I don't know even how... To, I, I don't even know how to text. So, like, if someone's asking me a, a question that's, like, too big, of, I don't even want to, like spend time on right i'll call them if it's if i'm re- if i'm writing more than like three sentences then i'm just gonna call you probably yeah or how do you feel about voice i love voice mess i love voice memos i'm in i'm into it yeah you like it i love those if it was if it was just voice memos i'd be fine i hate texting honestly yeah let's normalize voice more it's like a more voice talking it's fun i do like that i love it i i'm one so i really like I'll start. I'll start voice memoing you. Less. I'm, will you respond faster? Yes, I will respond <laughs> much faster. It's voice memo because that'll be fun. Because I just, I can't. I cannot with the text. I just, there's just so many ways that it can be taken. It's just really tough. Like when I'm emailing parents of students, right? I quite literally spend like an hour on an email that's very like very easy, but it just can be taken so so many different ways. I have to take so much time to be like. If I say this, will they be so mad that I didn't reach out earlier? Like, there's just so many things that I have to think of. And that's why I get overwhelmed with texting back. So, yeah, voice memos would be it for me. Okay. I'd be into it. So, like, this morning, I was like, what do you want to talk about? I should have been like, I should have sent you a voice memo. <laughs> been like, hey, what do you want to talk about? You literally told me, like, 10 minutes before you were going to be here. I was like, hey. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. It's fine. It's fine. Yeah. Michaela does the same thing, too. I just, it's hard. It's just, it's hard. It's, and it's funny because I'll have, I literally will have Jack make a group with and my friends know now to make groups with me and jack 
Oh, yeah. Make a group with me and Jack when you need information. When I was like, are you bringing Jack? And I, I remember I had him like text you twice. And then I was, Stephen was like, why don't you just ask Jack? I was like, honestly, yeah. that probably has not back. He's, he's quick. I can't. I remember there was, there was some times where Jack was like, Noelle says this. And I'm like, why can't she just text it? I will literally tell him. Like, can you text the, can you text the person? It's so funny. It's yeah, so it's funny. really bad. Well, group chats, I feel like, are here to stay, but at least we have ways to navigate them. And now I notice that you have voice memos. Right. Please do. <laughs> All right. Well, that wraps up this episode of Delusional Bitch Shoes. Thank you so much. Here. Yeah, that was great. Thank you for coming on. Definitely we'll have you again if you want. Yeah, I'm into it. Yeah. And maybe I'll send you the script a little earlier. I don't have to edit it then. I mean, no, you don't have to edit it. Back down editing. Well, <laughs> <laughs> really not involved. Right. <laughs> all right well that is it make sure you follow us on all of our socials actually just our instagram that's the only social we have it's dbj pod stl because like i said before our old one got hacked so again follow our new one dbj pod stl learn how to spell and follow that one but yeah stay hot stay delusional bye bye